guys, and welcome back to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and I am up in the wee hours of the morning to do this podcast with you guys. Uh, Yeah, wow. A lot of uh, interesting things have gone on since I last talked to you all. There's more and more states that are in quarantine. Um, More of us are staying home. Uh, the kids are out of school until who knows when, probably till the end of the year, looks like. Um, and apparently we're going to be homeschooling and figuring that out, which is a whole other challenge in itself. Um, yeah, so things have been interesting in my house. My husband is an essential worker, so he will still be going out to work um, and hopefully taking precautions when he's out among the public, which is pretty scary. The numbers are rising, anxiety is rising, stress is rising. I think we're all going through it. Um, but blended families have it a little bit different and there are different challenges that they are facing. I mean, when you think about it, there's really no precedent for this. There's no precedent. So even if you were divorced from your ex-spouse and you've got, you know, a lot of things written down in the agreement as far as who does what and what happens if this happens, there is no precedent for this kind of viral epidemic where there's like a lockdown. There's no precedent for it. So what are you supposed to do? Where are the kids supposed to go? Are they still supposed to go back and forth? How do you know what's right? How do you know what's wrong? And a lot of you are dealing with this right now um, in your different situations that you've got going on. I had one stepmom reach out to me anonymously on my Instagram and she wanted me to do this topic this week because she wants to know how everyone else is dealing with this. And she said that both her stepkids now live with their mom full time and will probably be staying there with her with no visit to them until this is over. And that's fine for them because they're older, she says. But she has a nine and a 10 year old and they will be going to their dad's who had already gone to a gathering last weekend, despite her telling him he shouldn't. So her nerves are totally shot, thinking the kids are going to get sick. And she was wondering how everyone else is dealing with this, with the kids, you know, supposed to be going back and forth. So on that note, the Pondering Podcast topic of the week was... How are you handling routines and schedules between different households within your blended family amid the coronavirus outbreak? And I did have some responses on my actual Facebook page. First one here is from, I think it's (laughs) Katrisa. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Thank you. She said, canceled visitation until further notice. Whole state is doing quarantine. Everything is shutting down besides essential things. So she basically doesn't have a choice. Visitation is completely canceled there for her. Um, Looks like she's in Alabama. Um, Desiree commented. Thank you, Desiree. 
she said, proceeding as normal, 50-50, 2-2-3 alternating schedule. Bio mom refuses to share what precautions she is taking. Stepdaughter, who's five, reports visiting family while with bio mom. We've sent her toilet paper, Clorox, and Lysol for her to only send them back without saying anything. When my fiancé asked if everything was fine, she simply nodded. When fiancé texted her asking if she is practicing social distancing, she texted back saying, respect her boundaries and only communicate with her if it pertains to her daughter. It worries me, but our hands are tied. Oh, wow. My goodness. Um, the only thing I would really say here is I think that all of this stuff does actually pertain to their daughter as far as social distancing and staying safe and, uh, you know, them trying to help out sending cleaning supplies sounds like the good thing to do. I mean, I I don't know the whole story, but I think that you've got to sort of come out of your bubble as far as you know, animosity goes between different households in this situation, because like I said earlier, like we don't have any frame of reference for this right now. And, you know, holding grudges right now isn't helping anyone, especially the kids. Um, and, and it's putting other people's safety at risk. All right, another comment here from Chelsea Bailey. Thank you very much, Chelsea. She said, so far we haven't had any issues. We live in a city of approximately 1.5 million people. Currently, there have only been 378 reported cases in our city. At the moment, exchanges are still happening as the court order states. My husband and I are keeping our fingers crossed that exchanges keep happening as they normally do. The only difference we currently are experiencing is... Instead of me picking up my stepson directly from school, I'm having to pick him up from his mom's house, which is a little tense as his mom hates me with a fiery force that would put a volcano to shame. (laughs) Hoping that all the Pondering Podcast followers stay healthy and happy during this stressful time in the world, we are in this together. Yes, Chelsea, we are in this together, obviously all dealing with different kinds of problems and challenges and situations, but ultimately dealing with it nonetheless. Thank you very much for that comment. Okay, and now I'm going to move on over to my Instagram, and I got a comment here from Real Life Wonder Woman. She said, we have the same routine as normal especially since my husband is essential and will continue to work. But when your co-parent is a ninth grade dropout that should have seriously taken notes in life, you just keep on trucking and tend to your house while they are here. Here's to not getting sick because quote unquote Lucy Loose Nuts would probably botch that too. So obviously she's got some issues here. Um, with the bio mom, perhaps not taking this crisis very seriously. Um, and that's a real concern. I mean, all joking aside, it, it's a real 
stress right now. People are really freaking out and a lot of people are getting sick and a lot of people are dying. And it's reassuring to know that the person you're co-parenting with at least, you know, does take this somewhat seriously and is taking some kind of precautions. All right. And then I also got some private anonymous messages. Here's one I'm going to read. She says, my stepdaughter lives in Florida and we live in Ohio. She was supposed to come for spring break, but we ended up canceling her flights because we were uncomfortable with her flying by herself or at all during this time. She's 12. It's heartbreaking because her three sisters haven't seen her since Christmas. And now we are struggling with the unknown of when we will be able to safely get her to Ohio again. We FaceTime frequently, but it's not the same. Her mom and I work well together, and I'm sure as soon as it is safer, we can work something out, even if it means meeting halfway. Well, I'm certainly glad to hear that you can work well with the mom. That's fantastic. But yeah, this this could go on now for who knows when. And especially when you're separated by different states and all the different states have these different quarantine rules um, and regulations, It's it could be a long haul. And there's going to be siblings who aren't going to get to see each other. Um, but I guess, you know, the most important thing is really that we are all safe. So I am going to go ahead and take a quick break right now. And when I get back, I want to go over some advice that my very best friend in the whole world has given me, um, regarding co-parenting during this coronavirus. She's got some great things to say, and I'm going to share that with you. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So I had a discussion with my best friend and I asked her some questions because she is co-parenting with her ex-husband and I wanted to know how they were dealing with the back and forth with the kids as far as the coronavirus. And she gave me a really good answer. Um, basically, she's decided to keep the kids throughout this whole episode, um, you know, indefinitely if needed. And I asked her how she came to that decision. And she basically said, you know what, we need to have a common sense response during this. What is the actual issue at hand? And I think the actual issue at hand that we all need to remember is actually safety. So luckily for her, her ex-spouse agreed to this. And I know a lot of you out there are saying, well, my ex, you know, wouldn't agree and they wouldn't work with me and they weren't flexible. And yes, that's a very valid point. Um, But basically her ex-spouse did agree. And he is also more of an at-risk person because he works close to a pharmacy and he's still working and he's not practicing any sort of self-isolation. So it's more of a risk 
for the kids to go over there. And not only that, but generally, um, my friend thought in her mind that in any doubt where there's no precedent, you should really have the kids go with the primary um, custody parent. The person who has primary custody, she thinks like by default, the kids should just go there in a crisis like this since once again, we've never been through this before and we don't have a precedent. And uh, she also said, you know, right now I need to have what she called a for now response. This is a for now response. This isn't a forever. This isn't going to last forever. But this is, you know, something we need to take seriously. Um, and then I talked about, well, what if, you know, people haven't been married? What if they don't have legal agreements, but they have children together? And she thought, well, you know what? If you can't agree on the seriousness of the issue and you don't have any legal paperwork, it really comes down to that moral societal contract kind of thing where you just really need to put the best interests of the kids first and take a common sense approach um, and also you need to remember things like um, she pointed out that she's working less hours than her ex-spouse right now. Her hours have been shortened, but his haven't. So he needs more rest and he's exposed. And that actually makes sense that the exposed person should get more rest. The person who's not self-isolating and the person who's more at risk because you don't want them to get sick. So I thought those were some really, really, really good points. And I understand that so many of you out there are having issues where the households are not communicating to one another um, and to even think about coming to some sort of harmonious agreement about how to handle all this just seems like so distant, you know, something that's not even possible. Um, but I think that we all need to realize that this is a really serious problem that we've got going on. It's a huge health risk. And, you know, when I read things like, you know, some households are trying to send cleaning supplies over to the other household and the household sends the cleaning supplies back without even communicating or it's just, it seems ludicrous right now and all those you know, the bitterness and the squabbles and the resentment, I really think needs to take a back seat to safety and to what's best for everyone involved. Um, we don't have to all become best friends during this. Definitely not. <laughs> if you don't think that that's possible, you don't have to do that. But we do have to try and at least be civil to one another or at least try to communicate because this is no joke and this is not a game, you know, and hopefully this will all be over soon. And once it's over, we can go back to squabbling about little things. But for now, as my dear friend said, we need to have a for now response and the issue at hand is safety. So I'm going to wrap things up now. This was a lot shorter than I wanted it to be. Um, and I'm also going to try and do an episode next week too and get up 
early in the wee hours of the morning, like a little mouse before everyone wakes up, because this is also very cathartic for me. Um, and it's helping me get through some stuff that I'm dealing with. Hearing from you guys is an absolute blessing. You know, whether it's negative stuff going on or positive stuff, we're still sharing and we're still relating and we're here for each other. And even though we may feel like we're a little bit alone, we are truly all in this together. We're in the step parenting and blended family stuff together. And now we're also in this pandemic together. Um, so yeah, so I will be back next week with another topic. And of course you can find me at www.theponderingnook.com. And all I can say is just, you know, use common sense. And when you're dealing with people that you feel are not using common sense, just try your best to keep your cool. We're all stressed out to the max right now. We've never been in this situation before. And sometimes we just don't deal with things the way we maybe should. So let's all just take a step back and breathe and think for a minute before we react. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.